first things first, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. It's an absolute thank pleasure you. to be standing with you, especially as I think you are, aside from Bloodstock, our first in-person interview in about two years. Oh, amazing. Absolutely. But <laughs> that is good. That's the thing. It's quite, obviously, the COVID times and things like that. How have you been holding up personally? Uh, yeah, okay. Um, I think we've been quite lucky through COVID because um, we started recording Invicta. Mm -hmm. So we had all that time to actually uh, carry on writing and get it recorded in the in-between when we kind of opened up again in August. Um, we start, went back in the studio, so we kind of slotted back in and uh, working on like production layers. So we've kept ourselves busy, and I think without that, we probably would have driven ourselves crazy. But we actually had something to focus on. And that's one of the things we hear from almost every band we've spoken to throughout the last year and a half to two years, and particularly when we're coming up to this point, that the lockdown period, the time off, the forced time off, actually ended up benefiting them to some degree because they had more time to work on the release. Was that the same case with Scarlet Wire? Yeah, definitely. I think we had the songs written, but it gave us more chance to work on um, layers such as like putting piano in and mm. more exciting layers of working on like string instruments and little nice elements that you can hear on the album. I think without the extra time to think about that, we wouldn't have been able to add like the extra twinkles in. Considering you've had that time, and when we kind of, as things move back to sort of normal, would you consider going forward always trying to take that time again because of what you've been able to do? Or do you perceive that it's just going to go back to how things were where you have a, more, a deadline effectively? I mean, that's a good question really. Um, I think having a deadline is important because then you have something to aim towards and stick to. I think if, if you're always quite lax with it and um, don't have something to stick to, then it could take years and years and years to come up with things. So it's nice to have that deadline. But it definitely, um, you definitely learn from it. I think with lockdown, um, been able to think a little bit more about what to make the album a little bit different with, do you know what I mean? So I think next time we've kind of learned about extra layers that we can be putting in and maybe to spend a little bit more time on those areas, but still have the deadline in place as well. Okay, that makes sense. But did you perceive at the time as well, particularly when you were recording and coming to the end of events, you wouldn't be able to capitalise or you're always in mind going, well, we've been in this situation for the last year and a half, two years, we will get to it when we can. Yeah, it was... Um, I mean, because we went back and recorded in August, um, in the studio, we, we locked down in May, didn't we? Um, and it was literally the day we locked down that we went in the studio and got kicked straight back out. Yeah, we um, just done drum tracking, haven't we? Yeah. And that, then we had like a week off or so, and we were just about to go back in to do like the guitars and the vocals, and then it was like, no, you need to, you need to leave, we can't do anything now. <laughs> um, so I think because of that, the studio were like, as soon as we can reopen, you're the first back in. So even though um, we did have the the thing of everything being delayed, we still felt a little pressure that to know that we had to be ready for when we got back in. Mm. So there was still that there, and obviously it was August when we opened up slightly and we got to go back in individually, so we had to be ready at that point. Um, so we only really had about three months extra. Um, so we still felt a little pressure to make sure that when we could get back in, we were ready for it, if you know what I mean. You know, absolutely. What's the most positive thing you can kind of look at? Because obviously it's been such a negative period of time, and between the our artists and the releases, they tend to focus specifically on what they've been doing in the studio. Trying to find some positive stories in regards to the best that you've been able to get out of a very, very crap situation. So do you have anything positive that you can point out and go, I'm glad that happened? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think 
Um, it's been nice. Usually, we're always have to forward think in the band, like look at the next year, the next two years, and because you can't do that, and everyone's locked down at the same time, you actually focus on every day, and you take every day as it comes, and you appreciate smaller things. Okay. Um, so I think with that, that um, that's quite important to still remember to take every day as it comes. Uh, and enjoy every day rather than thinking stressing about another year's time like you've still got to do that but you've also got to have that balance there to take a step back breathe and enjoy every day um, it's also like live music in general as well like you you're gigging constantly you're like racing through you're getting all these gigs you you gig in you're writing you're gigging you're writing and then as soon as it's taken away to do live music it's like what you took for granted mm. is no longer something that you can do so I think like yesterday was our first show in two years yeah. and to get on that stage again it was like oh my god and like, all these things that you take for granted and we got on stage I'm like it's just like really important that we're back up here again do you know what I mean yeah. people, people have come and there's a crowd and we can play the music so I think it, it just makes you appreciate things a little bit more and you're talking about yesterday being the first day of the tour was it really encouraging to actually get that crowd out, particularly because there was always this question about when gigs come back, whether or not the hung, not just the hunger, but whether people will be fearful to come back to venues and things like that? Um, yeah, I mean, we, we were a little bit nervous, weren't we, about um, the turnout, whether people would be a little bit nervous. Um, and we were nervous ourselves, obviously, because, you know, been on the stage compared to been rehearsing to be on the stage, it's completely different. Um, I like made a joke yesterday about like, I've sat through lockdown eating biscuits. I'm back on the stage and it's really hot, and I'm like, I'm out of breath. <laughs> like, I forgot how hard this was to actually perform. So yeah, I think uh, it's just getting back into uh, the swing of some normality, and I think it's the same for people coming to gigs as well. Just been more comfortable again. We've been around a large crowd and like a, you know a smaller sort of area. Were you worried, or are you worried, about the future of rock and metal in this country in regards to grassroots venues? Because one of the biggest concerns, obviously, throughout the lockdown, and particularly the harder part of it, was whether or not venues would survive, particularly behind the scenes stuff and stuff like that. Coming out of it, we've lost some, but we seem to be doing okay. Are you concerned about it going forward? Um, in a way, but I'd like to hope now things have opened up again, they'll be able to claw music back, money back in, uh, so many tours have been rescheduled and moved around and there's a lot of tours that I've seen that have been sold out as well so I'd like to hope that people will get back out there when they're comfortable to and support these venues and then they'll bring all that money back in and we'll be okay again hopefully next year so yeah I'm, I'm positive about it. <laughs> This, this tour here, where you kind of desperately trying to sort of jam in, because obviously going forward, throughout 2022, and even into 2023, it's looking very, very messy. There's no it's going to get any better. Particularly festivals, I think, is the rebooking of every band. Mm -hmm. Was this kind of like, get something in now, because we may not be able to do something for a while? Yes, definitely. I mean, um, we started booking it quite a while ago, but we were struggling for venues because venues were booked up or the, some of the smaller ones didn't want to take too much of a risk on bands that weren't quite like at that stage where they're like, we know this will sell out and we know that we're going to make money. 
uh, when you're at that kind of stage where promoters are a little bit hesitant because they don't know how it will go either way, um, it's harder to get those venues in place. So uh, we did claw what venues we could in the time frame that we had. And we just said, because at the time we were still locked down, we were like, let's put this in for November. If we're open, we play. If we're still locked down, it gets rescheduled just to make sure that we have something in. Because Invictor come out in May, uh, and we had no, obviously no shows to promote the album, so we just wanted to get back out again. Um, so yeah, we, we pretty much booked these um, in place as soon as we could and, and took what venues we, we could actually get because it was quite a lot which especially Saturday nights, Sunday nights that you know were booked up hence it started on a Tuesday <laughs> It is uh, a chilly Wednesday evening in London the perfect time for a rock gig Of course <laughs> In Victor overall then, how have you found fan reaction to it? It seems to have been pretty, pretty solid across the board everybody's kind of saying it's your best work to date Yeah, yeah definitely um, everyone's you know, I haven't really seen anything negative on it, which which is really good. Um, and it's nice as well when you get back into playing live music to actually see the reaction from the new songs as well, because we've not actually been able to talk to the fans one to one and just gone, what you know, what do you think? Do you like it? What's your favourite song? And you don't, you lose that kind of interaction, and you only really see things online on like YouTube comments and you know that sort of thing. But yeah, it, it's had a, a really good reaction, and uh, obviously we're biased in thinking that it is the best release that we've done so far because every band who releases another album expects it to be better than the one we've done. Um, but yeah, it has been received really well. That's why we never bother with the dumb question of what do you think of this department? <laughs> the expectations that it is your best of work today. Last one for you then, and it's simply going forward. So, is the plan now? Finish the tour, chill out on Christmas, stuff you can talk about, and hope for a busy 2022? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, we have something in place for June next year um, already, so as long as everything runs smoothly, that will be going ahead with another tour. Um, so we're going to be finishing this and then starting to write again um, over the Christmas period and, and the gap in between and get another another album ready. Fingers crossed. <laughs> That's it. It's all the expectation being on you. That while you've all had this time off, you've had two years of doing nothing, surely you have hundreds of songs in the uh, background ready to go. <laughs> That's it, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on GBHBell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash GBHBL as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?